0: Good morning, it's August 27th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name, and today's title is Mooring. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, Psalm forty six one. If you're vigilant, you've listened to the NOAA broadcast, you've checked the radar, you've noted small craft warnings, and you've looked at the sky that morning and the previous night. Then you, the experienced sailor, know when to stay home. But even the most conscientious mariner will occasionally be caught out on the waters when a squall seems to come out of nowhere. You may see the Virga in the distance and a darkening sky and think that it's too far to be of a concern. Then your attention is elsewhere, seemingly for a moment only, and suddenly the wind and the waves are upon you. Hopefully, you're always ready for this eventuality, and in less than a few minutes, you drop or at least reef your mainsail, roll or furl a portion of your jib, and if you're close enough, you head for the barn. On and Reach, where we sail in Maine, we head for our mooring in Deadman Cove. A mooring is a line that ends in a woven eye, permanently fixed, to both a floating buoy and a chain, which leads to a very heavy cement block on the sea floor. Usually, there's also a winter stick attached to the buoy line, with a small float and a fiberglass rod, which sticks straight up out of the water. As you come into the mooring, your mate, literally for me, i.e. my wife, is responsible for lying on the foredeck and grabbing the winter stick, and then hauling in the rope which leads to the larger line, which is the one with the eye in it, that you then bring under the bow pulpit, through the chalk, and secure around the bow cleat. Sounds simple, right? But on a high wind, heavy sea, and other boats nearby. Missing the winter stick as you come up into the wind can be dangerous, if not downright disastrous. So, you might think the skipper's abilities are important, and they are, but the mate's responsibility is significant. In other words, you need someone you can rely on up front when you're coming into a mooring. From Psalm 46, you might think Christ is our mooring, the thing that keeps us safe, off the rocks, and steady in the storms of life. And so he is. But he also gave us a helpmate in our spouse who must be absolutely reliable. That spouse you will find in hard times is often the one who picks up the winter stick and make sure you are securely fastened to the Lord. Of course, it can go both ways. Your wife may be at the helm in a bad time, and it's you who grabs the stick from the pitching foredeck. Either way, God designed marriage so that we could help each other be secure in our relationship to God. The Holy Spirit may well work through the counsel of your spouse when you're adrift, or nearly so. Each day, if you have a spouse, make sure you are up for picking up that winter stick. Make sure they can depend on you, no matter the weather conditions in your lives. Your spouse is a gift from above, and you would do well to remember it each and every morning when you wake up. Believe me, you don't want to miss your mooring in a blow. And the Lord God said, It's not good the man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Genesis 2, 18 and 24. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Give thanks always for all things to God, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Ephesians 5, 17, 20, and 21. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you that you designed us so that we become one with our spouse, knowing we can rely on them to lead us to you when we falter in our faith. Amen.